Been to Leeds? Anyone ever been to Leeds? Leeds, yeah. I'm sorry, I have been there and I passed that last week. I was in Yorkshire. Oh. But 90 Stem Fancy Dress Pie. Hmm. I went, and then another couple of dressed lovers like um, Jack and Rose from Titanic. She made a boat out of black cardboard. Oh, yeah, I'm tenuous though, isn't it? Because it's like, just because it came out in 1997. I mean, it's like fucking Edwardian. Time to in. Well, it's, a big, Come on. it's one of the biggest films. Like some, somebody came as um, genie from Aladdin. Well, someone could have gone, gone as fucking Braveheart. Yeah, they could have done. That's bullshit. But that's like in like 1307 or whatever. Chris will probably know the, the year. <laughs> When's the Battle of Bannockburn? Bannockburn, don't know. 13th, 13th century, 12th something. Play a little game. When was the Battle of Bannockburn? It's my job. <laughs> it's my job to do boring games with numbers. <laughs> don't cheat. No, 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 I was saying like 1200s. 1290s, you reckon? Maybe. I so, yeah, I turn up as like um, as a, an infantryman from the Battle of Bannockburn. I was like, oh, oh no, I was like 1290s. What's that? No, it might have been 19. No. Don't worry. 1300s, maybe. 12, early 13. Did you when it was? Oh, no, 13, 14. Yep, 13, 14. Early 13s. But I'd, I'd like to think the groundwork for that was being laid in the late... Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, how quickly would fashion change back then? What? Really? What? Hmm? <laughs> it's <just not> like, <laughs> it was like boohoo.com or whatever back then. Pretty little. <laughs> boohoo. Scottish. That's yeah. good. Thanks. What? Yeah. Are we, are we spring, summer, 13, 14. Those pointy shoes. I thought you were doing the song for a minute, spring, summer, um, winter, winter, fall. <coughs> All you got to do is call. And I'll be there. Yes, I will. I thought that's what you thought. I don't know. Have we started now? I don't know. What are we doing? Am I recording? recording? I don't know. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, we've got all that. We've got all that gold. Perfect. Hello and welcome to the Very British Shitcom, the show in which we watch some potentially forgotten sitcom classics to see if this is the test of time. I'm Mark, and as ever, I'm joined by my co host, Chris Wood. Hello. And Chris Jones. I'm also a co host. I don't think I even said hello on the last episode. I just went straight in. I don't think we even introduced. Yeah, Am I a co-host? You've always six series worth of being a co-host, yeah. yeah but you, I never, you never introduced us as co-hosts. We'd usually like this is more like contributors, really, than co-hosts. No, I mean, this is a copy. We don't really do much hosting. I didn't even realise this was like a podcast. I thought we was just having a chat, and <laughs> the microphones were so Mark could in. listen back later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's essentially what, essentially, that <laughs> essentially is what we do, is. yeah. <laughs> just for my own benefit, I just like laugh on my own, uh, listening to it later. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm, I think this is always said co-host. This is just a copy and paste job. So unless I've updated some later ones, <laughs> you surprised me. Well, yeah, season six, episode two. Season we're six. off. We are up and running, feeling good. So a series, more, more like series, series six. We've all got a um, Fanta Orange Zero Sugar can of drink. Other cans of drink <laughs> are available. That's why. That's why Mark got kicked off uh, Coca Cola's marketing board. <laughs> just not a catchy enough name, was it? <laughs> Can do it. Come on. Cola flavoured can of drink. The can's not big enough. Come on, it's only three thirty mil. Come on, shorten it. Can of drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And for this episode, we're watching Queenie's Castle. Mm-hmm. Well, one of you two likes to read the premise out for Queenie's Castle. Listen to it, you it. A popular North Country vehicle for Diana Dawes, who starred as the indomitable and downright blunt Queenie Shepherd. Drinker of light ale. Not by the glass, by the crate. Owner of a stout Yorkshire accent and a bitter ruler of the roost in her own castle. But it's not a castle. It's a roost. It's a tower block oh. named Margaret Rose House, situated in the regally named Buckingham Flats. Written by Willis Hall and Billy Lyre. So, uh, sorry, Billy Lyre, I believe, is a programme that these two people wrote. It's William Lyre to you. He's got you again. No, written by William Hall, hyphen Billy Lyre. Yeah, so yeah. who what, is Billy Lyre? That's what he did. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always write it that way. See, so the person that wrote it, and I think right, that Well, you've trapped me with language then, Mark, and you've made me look right, Mug, because I said it was written by Billy Lyre. And I was thinking, it was written by Willis Hall, Billy Lyre, Keith Waterhouse, and Billy Lyre again. Two credits. <laughs> he did double the he writing. Twice as much, he yeah. said, I've written twice as much as everyone else yeah. here. I'm putting my name on twice. I've got two pens, I've got two hands. <sighs> Ambidextrous. Um, series. No, he did like that. Uh, John, that Rosie and Jimmy put two pens in the same hand. <laughs> you ju- it's just one river. Yeah, but it's two lines. <laughs> Double the work. Output in at one hundred percent here. Uh, there are three series. Two hundred percent. And eighteen episodes. <laughs> no, I, I only put fifty percent in when I'm at work. Um, <laughs> this is fucking nonsense. Absolutely unintelligible nonsense. <laughs> this is shit. <laughs> What do you mean? We were, we were planning on doing another episode after this, and we were talking nonsense Sorry. Uh, uh, right into the right at the beginning of the second episode. Uh, we got t- talking about numbers. I got distracted. Shut up. Right. <laughs> right anyway, so old uh, old William Lyre has been putting down the script to this for three series and eighteen episodes. It was aired between nineteen seventy and nineteen seventy two. Yep. Yep. That's three years enough for a season a year. Quick maths there. Uh, series rating. Do you want to guess series rating? That's everyone's favourite part. <laughs> it's always really high, isn't it? So, like, 6.8. That's not high. Is that, is that high? Is that high to you, 6.8? <laughs> it's higher than I think it would be, I mean. Uh, I, d- I don't remember. This is 7.4. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, he doesn't remember. 7.4, exactly. <laughs> is wow. it 7.4? <laughs> no way. Can't believe I got it. Uh, it stars Diana Dawes. I can't believe I got the number in the notes that I wrote myself. <laughs> uh, stars Diana Dawes from The Amazing Mr. Blunden. Uh, Tony Counter. No, Quanta. <laughs> Tony Counter, the drafts magnet. Um, Legend of Robin Hood. Barry Rutter from the Liverbirds. <laughs> Freddie Fletcher, who's in Kess. Um, Brian Marshall, Marshall, who is in the Crankies Electronic Comic. And today's episode that we're going to watch is episode one of series one, uh, We Humbly Beseech. And this episode only got a rating of a 6.8 out of 10, so a a below average for the series. Um, Question, what do you know of the theme tune? Image it will be. (laughs) (laughs) It says image, doesn't it? Yeah. It always has. It's just not changed it. Copy and paste job. Diana um, revolving doors, as I call her. I reckon it'd be a little drawbridge. Little drawbridge into the castle. What, like in the opening credits, you mean like a the yeah, <laughs> yeah. actual physical no, yeah. draw? No, <laughs> this block of flats is built to withhold a scene. 
Don't know what's, 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 what's that on the pitch. roof? Is that a uh, water tower? No, that's, that's, that's for hot oil. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have we done this exact sequence uh, of jokes? It's not, it's, not, it's not much light. It's not much light in here. No, well, that's the arrow slits for you. <laughs> Double glazed. Um, theme tune. I had no idea what this would be. Um, so it's like Liverpoolian. Obviously, castle noises. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like you know when you go on and you can't sleep at night, so you go into YouTube like three hour relaxing castle noises. <laughs> it's like sounds of like some carts, Swords. carts going down like a blacksmith's hammer. Okay, I think we're trying to be like some sort of like regally sort of music, like trumpets or something. Yeah, like a bit yeah. Like, see that. Ironically, regal because. Yeah, because I've obviously messed with Steve. Steve. <laughs> Fuck Steve. <laughs> As Chris mentioned. <laughs> As Chris mentioned. The name of the flats mm. is like Buckingham Flats. No, that's, that's, oh, yeah. I, that's, I don't know about you, but I think that's hilarious. I mean, that's funny because there's like, oh, it's like Buckingham Palace. Yeah. But it's, uh, you oh, know, council estate. Nelson Mandela, council estate. Only Falls Norses. No, Nelson Mandela House, isn't it? House, thank you, yeah. Well, no, well, that's funny. Well, why is it supposed to be funny? Um, at the time, it was a joke. Um, oh, because he was uh, imprisoned, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Margaret Thatcher said he was a terrorist, so. Th- cool, cool lady. Yeah. No, good good, good prime minister. She's good in a crown. Oh. She's what? Hmm? <laughs> I said she was good in the crown. Oh, right. Oh, oh, what did you think I said? Oh, well, I said, yeah, she, she yeah. was good in the ground. Oh, no, I said she was good on the crown. Sorry. And now she's dead. Yeah. Happy ending for everyone. All right. Um, no, but it, 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 the classic one-two punch of having a stroke and then being dead. So that's quite a, that's quite a good happy ending for everyone, isn't it? That's what they put on the death certificate, wasn't it? A classic one-two punch. <laughs> Doctor called it. Like, we should diagnose it. Well, it's, it's a classic one-two punch. <laughs> Sounds like a dance move. Yeah. One-two punch. The Thatcher shuffle. Slide to the right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, would you Left side don't work. <laughs> would, you, would you like to... <laughs> would you like to read the episode premise? Yeah, go on, I'll do it. There you go. We humbly beseech episode series one, episode one. Episode premise. Queenie's not happy about how the men in her life have been behaving. Bunny realises that her mood might have something to do with the date. <laughs> And the neighbour reveals that the residents have been signing a position. Why is this so bad? Why is this, why has this podcast gone so bad? <laughs> it's, been, it's been a while since we've done it. You know, we haven't seen each other for a while. We're just quite excited to, to be back. back. That's all. It's fun. I'm sure. I'm sure someone's enjoying it somewhere. Let's just watch it then, I suppose. All right then. Well, we're going to go watch it. So we'll see you after this. Queenie's Castle, episode one. We humbly beseech. just watched Queenie's Castle series one episode one we humbly beseech what did you guys think of that it's alright it's uh, alright it's alright <laughs> right, let's let, let's talk about it in two parts then because I I like this but if we talk about if we separate the comedy from the the storytelling aspect this, I, I, I thought that was really good what well, yeah I don't know if it goes really good. I mean, it was not terrible. Like, the characters were a bit weird, mm-hmm. but at least it had a coherent... It had a coherent story you could follow, and everything that happened was 
believable in the context of the episode. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like anything was happening. You're thinking, oh my God, what are they doing? Like, it was quite... um, I I, I think that some of the characters... I I didn't fully understand a couple of her sons. So just to establish who we've got in this, we've got... um, uh, uh, Diana Dawes, the the matriarch in this, is like the the main character essentially, who plays Queenie. Then she's got what I, th- I think are two or three sons. I think she's got three sons. I wasn't. Cause I the oldest one. one is a her brother-in-law. The yeah, she's got three one, sons the and a brother-in-law. But why did yeah. the other one have a different surname? That's what no, I, I think he had out. a middle name because I think he said something Fairborough oh, Shepherd. Right. Okay. I, I thought that was a different surname. But yeah, he kind of paused between saying Joseph Fairborough yeah. Shepherd. Yeah. Because really obviously he looks like a bit of a div, so I think he paused to look at him. Yeah, like he, he did look a little bit slow and the, I don't think the camera work helped that because it, it, it kept going in on it's, him. Yeah, zoomed in on him and held on him for quite a long time when he didn't have any dialogue. So that yeah, was, that was weird. really strange. Faces. Um, but I, I felt the characters were like there enough for you to, for you to slowly start falling into like clearly defined characters so mm. as I said you've got the matriarch you've got the three sons you've got the one that's a little bit slow the youngest one and then you've got the one that he just walks around in that nothing but leather waistcoat which would I'm sure you can identify with mm. the joke is his name is um, Douglas Fairbanks Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Douglas Fairbanks was a um, a really famous silent actor who was in like Robin Hood and stuff and The Mask of Zorro oh okay well, Douglas that- Fairbanks that's quite clever then, though, because the camera was on him a lot of the time and he was just silent. Yeah, 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 it works. I mean, hopefully that was intentional. Has anyone watched Gogglebox at all? Uh, yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> Is it Ellie? The the two northern girls. Just She reminded me of Diana Dawes in this. Okay. Uh, the way she was speaking. I flagged that as well. The northern accent. <laughs> yeah, blonde woman with an accent. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was. I don't know, it's really weird when you. It wasn't too bad, was it? There's not much more to, like mentalness about it, was it? We could talk a little bit about the camera work. So, in, I got for, down for the um, for the introduction, there was like a brass band playing, and I initially thought it was just like a recording of a brass band playing, um, which I think some of them were just people that just turned up, maybe that lived in that tower block. Maybe they were just standing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a, a car comes bombing in and at the back of it they, they take out loads of bottles of beer mm. um, but the, just talk about the camera work the way it was shot where th- I think the, th- the three sons had lined up they were chucking beers out and the camera just followed them all along before panning up to Margaret Rose house um, where they where they live obviously and that that's the establishing scene for the entire sitcom mm. uh, that's just how it kicks her ring. I just thought that was really well done. Like we we don't we don't tend to watch many like first episodes, but of ones we have seen, this I, I thought this is one of the best ones we've, we've seen. Yeah, it's very efficiently um, set up, but without without any dialogue really as well. Yeah. Did, did you say that? Also, also uh, no, not for this section, but yeah, for that as well. <coughs> yeah, so that's quite efficiently and um, skillfully done. I think uh, introduced the the um, dynamic between the family and everyone who and, and their and their community that they live in the, the characters how they interact all very efficiently done I was quite interested by the actual setting itself I was just reading about the um, the actual flats that they lived in um, it's been demolished it was demolished eight years later due to social problems in that area <laughs> but it was like um, 
the largest social housing complex in Britain at the time. Mm. In Leeds, quite interesting, like modernist looking uh, block of flats. Mm. But, uh, no, yeah, it was, it was well set up, but then it kind of it kind of fell into like 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 in the, the dustbin minute. It was like a familiar kind of dynamic of like being like an antisocial family, and everybody they live around them in the community are sick of them. And they sort of, you know, they get up to scrapes and steal things. And well, they did up with um, that kind of like in the scene. They just established like loads and loads of stuff one upon the other, wasn't it? It's like you had the side of mm. pork or the side of bacon, and then you chopped those trees down. And you've been out yeah. thieving or whatever. And it was like That's essentially this, what this, the, yeah, this, the first this. scene was just her like yeah listing things that they'd done. Yeah, hmm. but they. I don't know if anti-hero is the right term in this, but they were, I thought, likeable bad guys. Yeah, I think maybe, yeah. I think... Because the difference between this and the dustbin men is that they were just knobs and you <laughs> couldn't enjoy them. And they no nobody rooted for them. Whereas, no, whereas yeah. in this, I found myself kind of wanting... No, yeah, they were quite charismatic. Like, especially yeah. Diana Dawes um, was... She's a really strong... She, yeah, yeah. Really strong female lead in this, I thought. <clears throat> yeah. She was, yeah, I was just reading about Diana Dawes as well. Like she was like kind of marketed as like the the British Marilyn Monroe and like in the late fifties, early sixties. So yeah, but yeah, it was it didn't have that. It was you know um, I don't know if you were about to go on to the camera work stuff, but it was no, quite no. odd. Some of it was very strange, but then some of it was really well blocked and well choreographed where. There were parts where they were running around in the estate and he'd, they'd nick things and then it would like it would stay it it'd follow the character running and then stop on a window and then he'd nick something from there and it was it would stay and the he'd run out of shot then it would stay on the window and the woman would come up to the window and it, it was all it was all really well and that whole scene of her being like stalked from her flat to her that shot really that well was really shot. and it was like it was it was filmed like a like, film, I uh, yeah, like um, when they set like um, French Connection or something like that. The way it was like handheld, <laughs> some handheld camera work following her, and then it would come to a wider shot of her walking. Mm. It was really weird, it was quite strange. But then there was some other strange decisions. Like, loads of really like, hard, um, like crash zooms on in on people who weren't even really part taking part of the scene. Like <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, like uh, it, it felt as though the t two different people had directed the um, cinematography for indoors and outdoors. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah, like the outside ones were a lot more thought about, whereas the inside ones were just like, you know, when just like video cameras came out in like the seventies uh, or eighties, whatever, and and you just testing mm -hmm. all the buttons whilst recording stuff. So you got all them home movies that you would watch nowadays when you were a kid, and like you, you got like you zoomed up, zoomed in face of you opening presents for Christmas. <laughs> Essentially that. Yeah, and it, I, I don't know. They seem to sort of run into like trying to get everyone in the same shot. Like so, it, so it, there were a couple of scenes where it's really unnaturally like blocked. Like table they were having, yeah, they had like a breakfast scene where they had like the world's smallest table and they were all crammed into it, just so they could all fit in the same shot. <laughs> yeah. I guess because it's like a small set. It's like a small set anyway, because it's like a yeah. little council and a flat. four by four by three frame as well that would be shot yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. not like a sixteen by nine. Yeah, you probably yeah, shoot it on a IMAX IMAX film nowadays. Yeah. You know, <coughs> it would be. Yeah, and then in the cake shop, like they they had to resort to both of them. But like it looked like you know what's it, Smith and Jones, where they had the head and head <laughs> thing. Yeah, good it was reference. mental. They were so <laughs> close together, and they had like cakes like it, millimeters from their face when I was walking. <laughs> no, no, there was no, you know, there was no um, 
What's it called? Spit guard. What's that? What are those things called? Sneeze guard. Sneeze guard. <laughs> Spit. <laughs> well, to be fair, either, either or, you wouldn't want to be. You'd want to be guarding against. Yeah. You? It's, like, it's like they say there's no smoke without fire. There's no spit without sneeze. <laughs> That's true. It seems to be more a matter of intent, doesn't it? Where sneeze seems to be accidental. Yeah, where yeah. spit is like malicious. One, one's uh, fucking one, cakes. Yeah, one, one's accidental. One's full of hate. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, so let's just go through the overarching story of, of this <laughs> we don't have to do, we don't have to do it point by point it's very, no, it's, it's very light touch um, and it's quite because it's I guess it's because it's the establishing episode and it's more about getting to get, establishing the characters and the, the family and stuff so there's a very very light jet, light theme so, which is which we were relieved by because <laughs> we I don't think we could have handled anything more complex <laughs> it, was, it was very basic and to be fair, you, I think the, we have a very low bar because you were so impressed that like they set really something was. up that paid off. Yeah. You were like, yes, I remember that. <laughs> and so did they. They did it. <laughs> they did it. Right. So we've, we've done about 20 odd of these episodes now at least. And how often does that happen? Where it's like four or five. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so rarely. So it was just very nice for me to go, oh, okay, something's happened. Something, <laughs> some, something from the past has actually paid off. So it was, just, it was just nice to see. But that in particular, was anyone like to go into what that was about, the um, the signatures? The woman who lived below them is their arch nemesis and fittingly she's called Mrs. Petty, which is yeah. Petty, Petty woman. But to be fair though, they sound like a nightmare to live around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be furious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you are annoyed. <laughs> basically she'd gained, she'd got a petition going and like loads of people signed it in the block of flats to have them evicted from the, their flat um, how many signatures were on the uh, were on the list 400 and something 490 <laughs> what so she, what was it four ni- so she needs she 500 signatures oh so she, she must have had 495 yeah she did good maths nice. good maths <laughs> yeah, so, as soon as she as soon as they, they went to the numbers and the position Mark's getting picked up like, oh. yeah well, hang on <laughs> write it down I, ge- I genuinely sat there I was like there's five of them <laughs> 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 genuinely thought end of my mind I see where this is going so the aforementioned stalking scene was them following her, her to work in the cake shop that she owns and runs a uh, small business entrepreneur um, and they went to she got and then she uh, used some psychological techniques to uh, you know freak her out and she started signing the position for psychology okay but then she but then she was like oh yeah we want to be checked, chucked out because we'll get compensation and stuff yeah she, she I mean she was reluctant to it I, I would have said it was more um, the, the other woman that she was talking to in the cake shop first of all Nora Batty from Last of the Summer Wine she was there she seemed to be falling for it couldn't quite work out in fact she um, was famous for having <laughs> she was famous for wearing um, her like the waistline of her jeans really really far down which is where low, low batties comes from yeah. <laughs> Happy with that? No, <laughs> not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh. what, one thing that we established at the start as well that, and we, we mentioned before this, that the premise that it was about a date of sorts, and it turns out it was about. There was not a single reference to dried fruit in the episode, and I was it upset wasn't, about. It wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> no. I was expecting at least a monkey to get poisoned. <laughs> I was hoping that's going to come off once. <laughs> Queenie catches it in mid yeah. <laughs> Bad dates. Bad dates, our kid. <laughs> 
That would have been in a great shot. Specific reference to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Not seen that film. That would be Mrs. Petty's date on Walnut cake. Bad date on Walnut. Yeah, and then the final episode, Mrs. Mrs. Petty's face gets melted. That will I get. But yeah, no, it was her birthday, wasn't it? And they'd forgotten her birthday. So that's where the kid nicked the plant pot. That's Azalea. Oh, right, I see. Yeah. yeah um, and then Mrs. Petty came knocking about the azalea. Yep. And that was that was a joke. <clears throat> and that was weird. And then they and then she said about throwing a party that they were all going to chip in five pound and they were going to throw her a birthday party mm. at the, what was it? The Bishop's Arms Builders or something? Arms. Builder's Arms. Bishop's Arms. <laughs> Bishop's Arms. <laughs> Ripped. All that bell <laughs> <laughs> Rip The Rip Bishop. Sounds like a wrestler. <laughs> so the when she came knocking on the door, Miss, um, Mrs. Petty, about the flower, the brother-in-law of of Queenie. So some of them, we don't have pets here. So that was that was a joke there. So I wrote down. Yeah. So yeah. Several several of them get up. Well, actually, Douglas gets up first to answer the door. And I think it's, it's, it's established that he's like a, a quite a dim-witted character. Who, uh, who you mentioned looked like Lionel Messi. Yeah, just um, for visual reference, for other people. I said, like yeah, that. Lionel Messi, and then Sam Rockwell. I thought he looked a bit like as well. It was Lionel Messi's sort of hair, glossy hair. <laughs> glossy, <laughs> glossy. It was glossy hair. Glossy hair. And then yeah, he answers the door, and then he comes back, and they're like, "Who was it?" He's like, "I don't, I don't know, how should I know?" Yeah, I, that was really. I felt like really lazy writing at that point, just to prove he's dim-witted. Shut up. That's what he said, wasn't it? Shut, shut up. But then. Like, this is where the weird camera work came in. Like a couple of times, you know, the camera would go linger on him watching TV, and it would just linger. We'd go, well, why is he going to do something? And then, no, it was just, it was just sort of staring. And yeah, then like, oh, I, right. I thought that was going like, to pay off at something on the end as well. Like considering the path that we did get, it shows that they're competent enough to write something like that. So I thought that was going to lead to, I don't know, I, I don't know what. But something that been established know. about his character, but no, no, just wait. Long, yeah, long then, uh, then uh, the brother-in-law goes up and it's about pets or whatever. That's a funny joke. And then, uh, and then Queenie comes bowling out and then threatens to kick her out the ass. Yeah, boot, boot out the ass. And then uh, she sends her on her way. And it's like, oh, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna throw some crumbs out for the dicky bird. She throws a half a load of loaf of bread. She throws throws the loaf of bread at uh, Mrs. Petty. Yeah, and it's uh, it's free falling as uh, her son her son would sing. Nice. <laughs> don't think it would have hurt. Fair, loaf Half of bread. a loaf of bread. Yes, it's bread though, isn't it? From, it was stale from a height. Bread from a height. Chris, defer to the expert here. With a, if a half a loaf of bread fell from like what do you reckon, eighth story? We'll go, we'll go with eight. It was quite high. But with how much would it hurt a lot? Uh, it might have hurt, but I don't know if it it wouldn't have been fatal. For, for what was quite a small woman, like I I, I don't think it'd be fatal. No, but no. Like, I don't know, you'd be I surprised. You'd be so shocked, wouldn't you? You'd say, oh, crumbs, but then uh, you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if she did end up in hospital, they should phone for an ambulance. It's, it's the yeast they can do. <laughs> yeah, it would hurt. I don't think it'd be like brown bread, though. Come on. <laughs> now we're go. talking. Now we're talking. Do you sing that song in primary school? Um, but brown bread. I did Leo, they eat brown bread. Every no. now and then I've got to check songs that sung in primary school to see if anyone knows what they were. What? I don't think you went to a school, Mark. I just like <laughs> you just went to the... It was the Hovis Academy. <laughs> we talk, oh, the life of breath on the hedge. All right, and then that happens. And then um, I think after that is the stalking scene, isn't it? Back to the cake shop. Mm. Yeah. And they all sign the petition. They leave the cake shop 
And then she's like, hey, bloody heck, what's happened? Look at this. And then they've swapped out. They've swapped. They've stolen the position, replaced it with something else, and they put their own funny names on it. What are we yeah. talking? We're talking um, Harold Wilson, Prime Minister. We're talking Jackie Charlton, footballer. Donald Duck. Cartoon. Duck. <laughs> 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 Sailor. <laughs> He was actually, uh, he, he was enlisted. He was in, uh, what? <laughs> he in, served uh, in the Pacific uh, yeah. Arena. <laughs> no, but like, actually, as uh, he was on, uh, had uh, you can request his military record. Donald <laughs> oh, Duck? Yeah, because he did a lot Confirm of kills. <laughs> He did a lot of wet work for the CIA. <laughs> no, but he did like a lot of, he was like a big propaganda thing for the, during the war. And he actually was like officially. Like, I'm not saying like they sent him out missions. But, like this guy's two man mission. Private duck. <laughs> Fucking hell, it's just me then, is it? No, but um, he was actually. That, that photo of them putting the flag off and Iwo Jima. <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid feathered hand pushing it up. <laughs> I told you once. I told you a hundred times. You've got to put some pants on. <laughs> <laughs> that was where the phrase going commando came from. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Totally different branch of the military. Not even relevant, but it's a duck with no trousers, we can say. <laughs> oh. anyway, but yeah, no, it is. Yeah, he was officially, um, you can request, apparently. <laughs> Donald Duck. Yeah. Well, why, what is this? I don't understand. Like, why, why was that made up? It wasn't made up. It's a fact. But, 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 yeah, but like, how, how did that become to be? Uh, come to be, I mean. Um, what rank did he get up to? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I'll look at it because he. Quack, um, quacked in. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Quack, quack, quacked in. What are you doing? I'm looking up Donald Duck <laughs> and his military because I'm going to think that I haven't driven this like some sort of psychopath. He's like, he's got his backstory for a duck. Uh, Saving Private Donald Duck. <laughs> 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 Was I a good man? Was I a good duck? <laughs> Tell oh. me I was a good duck. <laughs> oh God. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Records of Donald Duck's honourable discharge from the US <laughs> Army. So what, what rank did he get to? Um, Sergeant. Can I clarify? Was it actually him or somebody also called Donald Duck? No, it wasn't like what? what? No, it was not like an official thing. It wasn't like he was. Oh my god! Right. Um, so basically, they did like loads of propaganda videos and cartoons and stuff, uh, and they basically put for some reason because that's why he's wearing like a sailor's outfit. He must have been in the navy or something like that. And I'm sure there was like videos and stuff like propaganda where he went off to like war and stuff like that. So anyway, Disney's war effort. Yeah, propaganda pieces. And then obviously they kind of enlisted him into the the army and stuff, isn't it? Or the navy or the military. I think uh, Pluto was the uh, co-pilot on the Enola Gay. (laughs) Yeah, no longer allowed to be aired by researchers... What rank did he get up to? I'm looking. I think he was a sergeant. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that? Just angrily telling me. He's a sergeant, <laughs> He's a sergeant, all right? Give him some respect. Uh, yeah, for his 50th birthday, in honour of his wartime service, Donald Duck was simultaneously promoted to the rank of sergeant and discharged from service. Imagine other sergeants out there just knowing that they're on par with... Or yeah, but that was like a them. big thing with like the war effort. It would have been propaganda, wouldn't it? Because then you're like... You know, 
Yeah, I'll just as a protest. You're instilling your nation and stuff like that and getting like the younger generation to, you know, get into the... You want to get the grass... Yeah, the younger generation, the ducklings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, They've already got the formation, straight lines, crossroads, (laughs) perfect. (laughs) March in sync. That's half half the problem, isn't it? If if they can master curbs, (laughs) they've done it, haven't they? Storming the beaches won't be a problem. I mean, it's a, 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 amphibious landings is just like the <laughs> perfect thing. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I don't know how we got onto well, that, but yeah, Donald Duck was, was in the military because one of the names I wrote down on the piece of paper was Donald, Donald Duck. Duck yeah. I mm. think that was the penultimate name because the last one I've got listed is Count Dracula. And which I think personally, I've this was a joke of the week. Yeah, raci- raciest one for sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be happy with that for joke of the week. Um, it's just like, oh, go on, go no, on. no, go, no, go ahead. No, I'll be ra- well. Chris has been rambling on, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing's nothing's changed. <laughs> they they basically made a joke that um, they can't spell the word count. Yeah, look how we like, spelt count in Count Dracula. Yeah, and they, and they held on that with the camera work for a little while just to emphasise the fact that it meant the c word. Just because of the accents, wasn't it? So it's like count, count. <laughs> is, is that how they say it? Don't know. <laughs> I've been to. So yeah, they'd swap the. Um, petition yeah they, so they all signed the petition fake names but um, the, they just left that piece of paper with the fake names there and they took the actual petition itself and signed the rest of them with their actual names but they they, they switched the meaning of, of the p- petition so instead of saying to, to evict them it was basically to have a lock in at the builder's um, arms builders so yeah arms. the next Thank scene you. is them sing, like exterior shot zoom, lots of zooming it's, and there's uh, people singing it's late at night it's following the policeman. Another bit of nice for camera work, watching him, showing him walking into the estate, really well lit, strange like Art Deco, Art Deco uh, architecture, strange. Policeman bowls into the pub. It's uh, still open, and it's only only the uh, the um, shepherd family that are there. Rule one of a lock in the publican. Lock the door. Yep, got it wrong. So it looks like they get in trouble. He's gonna he's gonna nick the uh, the landlord. Mm-hmm. Then they produces the petition. Do you think he's in on the, or do you think he takes their word for it? Uh, I don't think he care less because he would just send about the. F- I get fourteen quid a week from them or something. Uh, was, when was this? Nothing. It's a Majorca. Oh, well, let's do this. Here we thing. go. We we haven't had nearly enough tedious inflation chat in this. Well, I'm just wondering how much that. Um, Four, so fourteen fourteen 19, pounds in 1970 was it? 1969. 1970. So it would have been. £190 oh, in yeah. 2021. Whew. £200 a week in a pub. £200 a week in the pub. Um, three pints. So the barman, the barman gets out the petition and says, uh, and then the explains that the residents had done a petition to let them have, you know, extend their licensing hours for her birthday. And they're having a sing song and that was about the end, really. Yeah, which I was, I was happy with that as being the end. Then the policeman walked away and then yeah just zoomed in on a window and then some old um, yeah. biddy looked out the window it, in an anger did it go that. to that Nora Batty character because it oh, wasn't Mrs Petty a different was character it, it, was, it was someone else it was a random resident I believe I just a random resident yeah maybe don't know but um, it wasn't too bad yeah it's alright it I wasn't mean, too bad yeah I don't think it was the funniest thing we watched but I think it was definitely one of the better written things that we've watched I, I, I really want to separate those two things because I I'm, I'm Again, I'm quite happy with this. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. No, I, right, yeah. Well, it still felt like maybe it was just because of the 
the actors and the way they delivered it, but like in terms of the actual content and dialogue, it didn't feel too dissimilar to the Dustbin Man in the way that it was very, very wordy. Dustbins. <laughs> no, it was very wordy, I thought. Yeah, but I think the the type of language was different. In a Dustbin Man, they were trying to use clever words, but so they were trying to use like long clever words. But in Queenie's Castle, I felt like they were using words effectively. So I had to win things or get get one up on something. So she was like, she was a smart person rather than a clever person. If that doesn't sound too stupid. Fair point. That sounds mad. Fair point. <laughs> I think this might be like the charis- the charisma of like Diana Dawes and yes. the sporting cast that might. Have oh yeah, without a, a, a cast driving that would have been uh, tedious. Yeah. Sure. Definitely, definitely, really good casting in this. So mm. fair play. Uh, Stand the test of time. Uh, no, no. Mm. I think the di- dynamic of the family and like mate, matriarch. I can te- definitely see something like that happening today. Well, well, yeah. I mean, this is the thing I've, I always keep, I always bring up is that like I don't really six series in. I don't really understand what the criteria is we're basing with the test of time. I thought because it was like, like, would it be made today with the same story and character types? Maybe not the same characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, could you lift and shift it to yeah. make things of today fit into that? Because well, really, like, you could say that in terms of the dynamic in that, it's not really... You could draw parallels between this and, like, Nicole's Norses, maybe, where it's, like, you know, a duck in a diving family living in a flat and yeah. what's and whatnot. See, yeah, I don't mind that. I, I don't really like the... I don't really find it that funny having, like, this family that's making <laughs> life hell for everyone in the residence. I don't really draw much sort of... You know, if there's 495 residents on a state and one family's causing everyone's life to be like yeah. awful, I don't really find it funny or sympathise with that family. So I'd be like, "Well, yeah, just kick them off." Yeah. yeah. Um, so next week we're watching Shameless. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll do yeah, no, I, I don't see it. Oh, yeah, yeah, Shameless is a good, uh, a good one to draw. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've never seen Shameless. No, I just don't draw the appeal of like. Uh, People yeah, personally, I, I don't find no- getting no- away with. I don't, uh, I don't find it as antisocial behaviour amusing. Yeah, nothing funny about noise pollution. So, no. well, no, but you get the impression that they're thieving and they're like cutting down the natural environment and there's <laughs> <laughs> something deforestation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're all right, but I mean, yeah, I don't really find that particularly amusing. That was a joke, wasn't it? Where he said, um, oh, "Oh, don't wrap." He stole a side of, but stole a side of pig. What was it? Pork. Uh, it's like a half, it's it's like it was literally a half a pig hanging in the kitchen, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "You'll use my counters to wrap it up in." And he was like, "Well, I can't just go walking around the street holding a pig, half half a pig." Oh, excuse me, officer. It's okay. I'm Tom Tom the Puffer. <laughs> yeah. That was nice. You don't, you that don't was get that cool put into much things, do you? No. no. <clears throat> Not off of my liking. Well, the pig was alive in that nursery one. Well, the pig um, in the nursery one wasn't actually a pig. I think a pig was like a medieval pastry. I think. But the pig did bleat. And Tom was beat. A pie doesn't. The pig was eat. No, the pig was bleat. The pig did bleat, and Tom was. I said the pig was eat. No, I thought it got. I thought it bleated, and it alerted the guards the to the fact that pigs Tom don't bleat. They oink. Oh, I was the nursery run, wasn't it? I wasn't going hard and fast with the <laughs> semantics <laughs> of the thing. I think the pig was eat, and Tom was beat. No, yeah, Tom, we did. No, he stole a pig, and the no, pig was eat. Yeah, so yeah, all right, so he ate a pig. All right. Uh, tables turned since Thunderbirds, isn't it? Has, don't don't don't, don't, don't test me with nursery rhymes. Got to eight month old baby. Would you guys like to play the game? Pig was eating, Tom was beat. Mm. <laughs> That's how I put this up. Can't believe it, yeah. Kind of pastry. Apple filling, smaller than a pie. Yeah. 
There you oh, go, see? I thought it was a dinner for tomorrow night. <coughs> Thomas has had a fucking shit knocked out of him for eating a pastry. <laughs> yeah, Who you, you the fuck him, yeah, but he stole this? it. Yeah, but he stole it. Tom. It the eating of the pastry. He stole it. He Theft. stole it, yeah. Yeah. What's medieval They just chased him down and gave him a good, a good kick-in. Good hiding. Yeah. So the f- uh, fucking... What? What? <laughs> the game, was it? Mark made the game. Stupid game. Mark has made a stupid game. Let's play the game. Let's play the fucking stupid game. Game today. No, so I, I, it's not a stupid game. It's not a stupid game. Oh, All right. Queen, queen, king or queen, or types of castles. Mark and Bailey very safe. So you, you both pretty much got it, but the name of the game is Chris's Castle. Oh. So it's, it's a qu- castle questions for the both of you. There's three questions each about castles. I thought I'd make a game for you. Chris guys is going to win this game. Well, we'll see. No, I don't know. So I'm going to read out a series of questions about castles. I want you to tell me the answer. That's weird. That's a totally new format. Nice joke. It's not been done before. With again, so you, you first of all, for superstitious reasons, the Tower of London keeps some ravens at the tower at all times. How many? Is it five or six? Five or six. Six. It is six. That's so raven. <laughs> James, there, yeah. are, there are approximately how many jewels in the Tower of London? 23,500 or 25,000? <laughs> See, I did five or six. <laughs> That's a mental question. Um, oh, I like the way you've made it. You've just boiled it down to some fucking numbers again. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. To the nearest foot, how high is the, <laughs> the keep of Dover Castle? Um, uh, first one, 23,500. Yeah. Yes, you. it is correct. Well done. Wood, how much are these jewels estimated to cost? <laughs> it's all numbers. It's all numbers. <laughs> 20 billion or 30 billion? What? St- what? What's the unit? Pounds. Pounds sterling. Pounds sterling. Yeah. Pound sterling. Uh, 20 million. 20 billion. billion. So 20 billion, sorry. <laughs> Undervalued. How much is that worth in 1970? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like planning a heist. Come on. You know how many jewels there are? How much they worth? <laughs> how many <laughs> ravens are on watch? How much, much petrol's in the car? How <laughs> many ravens are there? Five. Where's number six? <laughs> <laughs> how many executions took place in the Tower of London? Was it 11 or 22? Ooh. In the Tower of London? In the Tower of London. I don't think it was that many because I think... It- I think mean, it's 11. Fuck. 22. Shit. Sorry. Because I thought like, a lot of them like um, happened up on Tower Hill rather than actually inside the grounds of Tower. Obviously wrong, but so No, yeah. I, just, I just have it in the Tower of London. I don't know. Woods. So this, this will take the game for you. Which decade did the last execution take place in this country? 1930 or 1940? 40. What? What's the question? Which decade did the last execution take place? Just generally, in the 40s? Um, I don't 
No, probably. I don't know. What was the last execution? No, because they were still hanging people. Yeah, yeah hanging people in the 50s. People, no, the no, 40s. I mean, people definitely hanged in like the late as the 50s. No, I d- maybe not. Um, maybe not in the UK, but in like globally. Well, it's still um, guillotine someone in the seventies. Right, yeah, forties. That's fucking up. That's yeah. not. That's, that can't be right. That's well, the last execution to take place. What well, I imagine this in the Tower of London. Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. remember. I'd... Fair play, then. I'll take so it back. I'm sorry. It was a German spy, Joseph Jacobs. Caught August 14th, 1941, after being caught parachuting into England. So, yeah. He stole a pig anyway, he ran. He, he, he did. That's why. No. So that's three. Jones, just for funsies. Mm. Last one. During the 1200s, that's the 1200s, a Royal Zoo was founded at the Tower of London. Mm-hmm. How long did it remain there before it was moved to the London Zoo in Regent's Park? 600 years or 700 years? That's 12. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, just think about when London Zoo was opened and get the six hundred. Yeah, two six hundred. <laughs> you mean to London what? I have, yeah. What do you think? I don't remember. Perfect. <laughs> 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 <Just> fucking hammered. <laughs> where is uh, where are the two princes murders? Where let me show me where it was. I, I literally remember queuing. That's that's the only thing I remember. Best part. <laughs> You can count with the people yeah, in the, the line. English way, isn't it? <laughs> what? what Q in? Yeah, that's what we do well. Yep, Q in and racism. Um, Speak for yourself. <laughs> it's choosing again, isn't he? Yeah. <sighs> What's the other one I was going to pick on? It's not to have a castle, isn't it? Home what? James, you're looking at, isn't it? It was, you, you asked, yeah, about that and health and efficiency. They were the two you asked about. <laughs> oh, let's go for Prince Among Men. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sensing a theme. The, the, the <laughs> <laughs> so he's on George and the Dragon, <laughs> Queenie's Castle, Prince Among Men. Oh, I didn't even think of that, but it's probably a very real sort of like psychological. Is, he did, to, like, he did like a fi- uh, find word uh, for trebuchet in the uh, sitcoms, but nothing came up. Right. What's it called again? Prince Among Men. And if I remember rightly, oh, no. it's a Chris Barry. Oh, oh. this is not nice. I think that's the one that I got mixed up with before. <laughs> <laughs> How's that not on our list? I'm sure it is, isn't it? Oh my! Look at uh, look at that! Look at the the font! Look at his face! Oh! I can't log it, man. For look, what's that? Two series from September 97 to June 98. 97? September 97 to June 98. Blimey. So you can join us on episode three of some series six where we watch... Um, what are we watching here? <laughs> episode intro. You know, we've what not, are you doing? Oh, yeah, we go. Series one, episode four. Monkey business we'll be watching. Oh. Monkey business. Talking about, talking about zoos. A prince among <laughs> men. It's all connected. Yeah, Prince Among Men. We'll be there <laughs> next week for more sitcoms. Oh no, I'm just reading the last line of like uh, yeah. the sitcom was yeah. not well received. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, I'll never you'll never guess what the uh, the main character's surname is. We'll probably quite like it. Prince. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it? Oh. <laughs> oh what? <laughs> Oh, 
I think I'm trying to wrap this up and you two are just moaning about the next thing we're watching. <laughs> yeah. And one of the people moaning about it is the person who just fucking chose it. Yeah, I was. Oh, I was why are we watching this? Misled. <laughs> misled. <laughs> so we'll be back next week with a Prince Among Men. Oh, series Prince one, of Pauper. Four, there you go. Four, I think Predicted it was. It. Yeah, series one, episode four, Monkey Business. I've been Mark Winter. That's Chris Wood and Chris Jones. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? You'll hear from us next week. See you later. Yeah, bye. Bye. Bad dates. Bad dates.